0: Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi. So I'm Carol Tree, and I'm a compulsive eater in recovery. Um... So my story kind of begins in May of 2017 when I returned to OA after abandoning it for 30 years. 30 years. Um, I feel I'm a cautionary tale for younger fellows. Um, I had reached a point when I came back in 2017 where I realized that I could not manage, hypnotize, analyze or diet my way out of overeating um i was desperate i realized i no longer cared why i was eating constantly i just wanted to stop uh when i came to oa one of the first slogans i heard was why is not a spiritual question so all the time i was asking the wrong question which sometimes I find funny because I really wanted to know why I was doing this constant eating. I was way over what I considered to be the weight over which I would not go. I stopped weighing myself at 217 pounds, which is Mike Tyson's fighting weight. Um, I'm a little little under 5'5 in height, so you can get a picture um anyway i was a bit north of 217 when i came in um and when i came in i decided to do what i was told to do which is something i realized i had never done before in my life since i had discovered free will when i was about seven um and 30 years of doing it my way had only gotten me fat so i decided to try to do something else since i've been in program I've maintained a 45-pound weight loss with my weight kind of sailing up and down between seven in the seven-pound range, so clearly I have more work to do. When I came back to OA, the Freethinkers meeting was the first meeting I went to. I went to it because it was in a neighborhood I used to live in, so I kind of knew about the parking, and I liked the name, whatever it meant. I wasn't sure what it meant. I found out that these were the secular folks, the atheists, the agnostics, the apotheists. I just learned that word from a fellow Freethinker and the non-Judeo-Christian folks. They are having recovery in a spiritual program, parts of which they disavow. So I thought that was kind of interesting, actually. The other thing is, I do have a spiritual practice not a religious practice. And to me, the two things are separate. Religious and spiritual, two completely different things to me. Religion to me is dogma. This is one way. This is it. There is only this. And either you're in or you're out. To me, spiritual is a way to address the ineffable. I love that word. The mysterious, for me, spiritual is all-inclusive. All things are possible. I can choose what I believe in. I can choose my path, and I can include only what supports me. And I even have a meditation guru. So now I feel I've officially outed myself to the free thinkers. I feel that closet door closing behind me. Um, I spent a lot of time in the early years of my practice erasing the God word every time I heard it said, and it is said a lot, mentally visualizing erasing. It was tiresome, and eventually I stopped. However, the sentiment remained. So when I started in OA and came to the Freethinkers meetings, I also went to other meetings as well. After several months in OA, I found a Free Thinker Step sponsor, and I fully committed to the program, meetings, phone calls, service, steps. So here I am, three years in, and I'm asked to speak at the Free Thinkers meeting. The Free Thinkers invite fellows to to speak about their experience of Steps 2 and 3 and 11. I chose to just speak about step 11, because to me, it's like a big step. Also, I hardly consciously paid attention to step 11 when I did the steps with my sponsor, and I barely remembered what it said, so I had to go back and read it. However, after reading it this time, I think I'm doing step 11 all the time. I think it's the primary step that I do, even though I do steps one, two, and three. And I really like step four. But anyway, this is my experience with step 11. So I'm going to read step 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understand him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out. So I have modified the step to read as follows. This is my step 11. This is not the pre step. This is my step. Um, I seek through prayer, meditation, and self-inquiry to improve my conscious contact with my inner self, praying only for the knowledge of what is required of me and the willingness to carry it out. Willingness. I pray a lot for willingness. I once told my sponsor that I thought I would have to go through an actual physical exorcism in order to give up my will. I actually made a collage for that idea. Prayer. My prayer is often like someone else has said, actually, in these rooms, I think. Please, please, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My prayers are also composed of one-sided conversations, usually sitting at the foot of my bed or standing in the kitchen, leaning on the counter. and the prayer could go something like this. So this is what's happening with me and this is how I'm feeling right now, which is usually bad, bad, bad. And I don't know what to do. And I realize in my heart of hearts that there is still a reluctance to change and a reluctance to put down this or that binge food. But I see that doing whatever it is I'm doing, blah, 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 is only bringing me misery. And I really want this thing to go away and I need help to be even willing to try. If you could just help me, be willing. And so that's kind of like the nature of my prayers. And I do see prayer as one of the ways of consciously surrendering my will. So who or what am I making this plea to? And I really had to think about this. It's some infinite spirit thing that I call the universe. Um, And yes, I ask the universe to find me parking spaces. (laughs) because I am willing for there to be synchronicity in the world. Uh, And when there is someone in the car that thinks that visualizing a parking space or praying for a parking space is beyond stupid and most of my family thinks that, I request that they not try to be right by mentally working against me because we're in San Francisco and we actually need a parking space. So who cares how I get it? Anyway in my program if i turn over a problem or concern i usually turn it over to the universe to just this big wide open thing but what role does my guru play in all of this because i actually said i have a guru Um, to make the universe and the whole all its galaxies the whole thing sort of personal for me an earthly focus a provider of teachings and insights that i am free to follow or not i choose this path i believe this none of this is dogma to me and i hold it lightly in the sense that nobody else has to believe this besides me i don't i don't care what my friend believes or what my relative believes um it is just me clinging to something that seems to lift me up without dragging others down or making them wrong. I feel that the teacher's teachings or the guru's teachings can guide me to that greater self within me. I personally feel that there are not any ultimate answers out there and I, I look like everybody else for answers, but I don't, in my heart of hearts, I don't think there are answers out there. I think, I think there's help out there in the world. I do think there's help. But I think the answers are in here, in, internally, somewhere. The quiet voice, the quiet strength, the wisdom within each of us. If only I remember to listen. When I came to OA, I was uncomfortable with the term higher power, and I found the nickname HP even more annoying. I felt that the OA high power was too small. Higher power feels to me like a Judeo-Christian God in heaven somewhere in the sky above us, and he's got long white hair, and he's pointing a finger. I needed it to be bigger than that the higher power idea seemed a little claustrophobic. So I did make a collage about it and I called it, my higher power has a higher power because I just needed it to be bigger, to expand. I do see the the OA steps as a spiritual program as stated. It's stated everywhere that the 12 steps are a spiritual program. And the miracle for me is that somewhere in doing the steps and following the traditions and using the tools and having a sponsor lies something mysterious, inexplainable, ineffable. I really have no idea how I lost 45 pounds without dieting. I really don't know. Um, and I, this is a process for me. I am learning To turn over what causes me pain or misery. I'm learning to surrender to whatever. Sometimes I don't even know to what. I say, I'm turning it over, I'm surrendering. I don't even have a clear picture in my head of what that is. The important part is I turn over, for me, is that I turn over my will. Because in the past, my will has acted as a God for me that I completely adhered to. And it availed me nothing. And I stayed fat, which is the one thing I didn't want to be. Um, at this time in my life and in program, I'm thinking I have a lot of, lot more work to do. I'm trying to learn what abstinence is for me. I know that I have abstinent days, and I know that I have abstinent meals, but I cannot define it yet. I can't count abstinence. I know people count their days and their weeks and their months and their years. I have not been able to do that yet. It makes me crazy. I don't know what I'm counting. I don't know where to count from. So I don't count anything. Um, And I want to say something about the quiet inner voice that I referred to earlier, I have that voice. Sometimes it's just an inner nudge, and I really try to hear it and feel it and listen to it. But it can be drowned out by the other voice that is telling me I deserve a treat, which I still believe that I deserve a treat. You know, I can't believe that I'm gonna have to give that up one day, but I apparently I'm, I might have to. And sometimes our voice says to me, why not get a bag of whatever? You can separate it into servings and just eat one serving a day, which is total BS. I know that. You know, it doesn't mean that I won't do it, but I know that that is BS. You know, or go down the frozen dessert aisle just to see what might be there. So it's a mystery, you know? So um, what I find is if I can be quiet for a moment, sometimes I can feel the quiet wisdom nudging me away from those choices. Or I can hear it asking me to think about how I'll feel after I eat that thing, whatever it is. And sometimes I get to reflect on, oh yeah, if I eat that thing, i'm not going to feel that great at the end of it i'm going to feel bad i'm going to be beating myself up i'm going to be hating it and asking myself why did i do that so all i know is that listening to this voice works for me and i am finding recovery so that's it thank you pass